Hello, welcome back to Tales from the Social Club podcast. And Aaron is with us. Hello, Aaron. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Lovely drinking listeners, hopefully. Yeah. Maybe not if you're driving. Um, Yes, we are back for another episode. And we have got Steve Austin's Broken Skull beer that we found and ordered. And it's been sat in the fridge waiting to be put on a podcast. Basically, yeah. So I am going to go for... um, the double IPA, the Broken Skull double IPA, 8%. And that's Steve Austin's via uh, El Segundo Brewing Company. Um, and which one have you got? I've just got the, well, just, it's the the regular Broken Skull IPA, again, by El Segundo. It's a, as opposed to a dark black can, you've got like a white can on this one with the, uh, with the, uh, barbed wire, barbed wire uh, around. all around it, yeah. And this one is uh, six point seven. Okay, uh, alcohol. It's one U.S. pint can. Well, I don't know what that is in proper money. It's yes. slightly less than our pint, isn't it? Yeah, it's bigger than a four forty over here, though, isn't it? I think it's. Uh, hang on, it is four hundred and seventy-three. Okay, so we're both right. Yeah. Lucky guess. Hey, first time for everything. Yeah. So okay. we got these. Um, they're basically like only really available in the US. Yeah. I think he did like a limited run of them with El Segundo. Um, and he also did a lager as well. Um, we just went for the IPAs because. Yeah, was, it, was that called an American lager or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, that does ring a bell. Um, yeah, we just went for the IPAs because they were quite expensive, to be honest, because you have to import them, well, or a company was importing them, and we obviously just bought them from them. Can't remember where they were from now. No. Where where the shop was that had, that had brought them over. I think you did send me a screenshot of them, but I don't recall what they, who they were, which is handy for the listener, but they probably, they probably sold out anyway, and... If you do really want to know, we can post that on social media so that people can find out. Yeah. Uh, if if uh, El Segundo, so it's brewed and canned for El Segundo, mine at least, yours might be different, but mine at least is brewed and canned for El Segundo Brewing by Two Roads Brewing Company, which is based in Stratford, Connecticut. Yep, mine's the so same. Really, it really has been around the houses a little bit. The, yeah. um, the, the little bit of... Uh, Spiel on there is the Broken Skull India Pale Ale, a badass 6.7% IPA designed by Steve Austin and El Segundo Brewing Company for the working man and woman. It features Citra, Cascade, and Chinook hops to deliver big flavor with an easy finish. Now stop reading and start enjoying this awesome beer. Cheers. I imagine you've got something very similar on there. On mine, I have got... What you're holding in your fist is a little treat me and the guys down at El Segundo Brewing Company put together for you. It's a double dose of what you love, because why not? Y'all deserve it. Cheers. And you've got... I, I, Still trying to get that. Felt like I should have said that in the uh, in the Steve Austin voice, but yeah, I'll save the listener. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll, good job uh, this might like might be going up on YouTube or anything as well, because I or or else I'll just pretend that you'd shaved your beard into a goatee and yeah, bald sat cap. there in your leather vest, like yeah. Right. Should we uh should we go one by one or do we want to just jump in together? Go on then. We'll jump Let's in go. Together. That doesn't make doesn't make for good listening if we're both just drinking at the same time, I suppose, but uh well, I'll say that my one, I mean, it is quite strong. It's obviously 6.7, yeah. but it tastes quite strong. So I can only imagine what yours is like. Mine does taste quite strong, but not as not as sort of alcohol forward and punchy as some um, dippers that I've had recently. Right, okay. Um it is quite fruity, quite um, grapefruit, I would say. Quite, a, yeah. Uh, quite a heavy grapefruit with a bit, with some bitterness and some pine, and you know the American IPAs that you would expect to be tasting. Um, and then there's a bit of citrusiness at the back. It's it's plenty juicy. I mean, you can feel and taste that it's an 8% as you go along, but it's not like, oh, there's loads of really high alcohol yeah. in that. It's, it's not a punch in the face. Um, what about yours? Does it taste similar to that, or is it slightly different? I, I'd say it's probably quite similar. Um, it's not overly like some of the... Uh, some of the... the IPAs that you get tend to be quite like overly hoppy a little bit. I say that yeah. like I don't like an overly hoppy beer, but because I, I do quite like it. Whereas this one isn't so much that it, it has got like a bit of bit of strength to it, I guess, um, in that sort of flavour. But it is quite clean, I guess would be the word I'd use. Yeah, yeah, um, like not. Uh, overly complex or anything. There's a little bit of that pininess to it as well, which I think you kind of do get with the hops. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably where I would land on it, I think. I think it's a bit of a distinctive American IPA style, pretty much. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That they probably tend to be, sums it up. They tend to be more citrus and pine and grapefruity, don't they? That juicy type. Yeah. Whereas... You know, maybe your more traditional ones that we might be more accessible over here. Um, might have a slightly different hop profile, maybe. Yeah, it's always that as well, because I think over here we tend to get a little bit more of the New England style ones, and this is a bit more of the West Coast style one. Um... Yeah. That's quite... Um... Hazy orangey looking mine is in the glass, but mine, yeah, mine's a little bit clearer, but it's mm. still quite orange. Would you say, would you reckon that without having them side by side to try, it's difficult? And you like you're going from a seven to an eight percent back and forward, and you've got two effectively two pints, it's a big night. Um, so would you say that yours is maybe you know, like it says on the can that mm -hmm. it's for that everyday working person? Um, 
is it catered catered for that? So it's not like a, it says it's an IPA, but is it really? Do you know what I mean? I can sort of see what you mean, but then I guess it's the how many six point seven percent beers is the working man putting away on you know unless it's a weekend you know we're not you yeah. know there is that kind of thing of like i don't know it feels like i'll add that i guess it's not overly like um not overly one for the for the beer connoisseur i guess um so i guess that's kind of where it could fit in but um but yeah i it's a bold statement to have that on a, you know, you're not going to whack a four pack of them away on a Tuesday night, are you? No, not unless you've just been laid off or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, the wife's just left. So what are we saying about the can art? Are we saying that it's, as you would expect, something endorsed by Steve Austin to look like that is definitely going to entice you and uh, in no way did we buy it. Um Solely on the way it looked in the can. That's exactly how we why we bought it. Yeah, basically, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. My my review on the can art is it's pretty good actually because that's what drew me in. You know, it's yeah, the definitely getting a lot of there. But yeah, um, that can's better than the double IPA can. I think so. Yeah, I think the 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 contrast of the dark label with the the the, the white can and the yeah. the barbed wire stands out a bit more. Yeah, and. Uh, also, the price that they cost to import them, I am not going to be getting to and smashing them over my head like Steve Austin. No. And we'll insert Steve Austin probably there. Um, yeah. I mean, overall, then, what, is, what are your thoughts on that one? Um, very nice. I'm glad that we we made the effort to get them. If I... If probably It's probably one of them that if I see it again or, you know, if I'm in a, a beer shop or something and I see it again and it's going to be around that price sort of, you know, be a fair few quid for the cans. I might not necessarily jump at it. It's nice to have it as a novelty and to say you've had it. Yep. If it was, and again, if it was sort of at the kind of price point that you saw a IPA that you would get over here, right, a, a British brewed one, then Yeah. Would probably buy it, or you know, if it, or if I was in the states and I saw it over there, yeah, I would buy it because it's going to be a relatively reasonable price. Yeah, but uh, but otherwise, probably not. Probably go for something else. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much the same on that. I'm not not disappointed at all that that we paid the money we did and had to you know, and we've waited so long. I mean, they're lucky to have lasted in the fridge for as long as they have because we've had quite a while between recording and tasting, haven't we? So, um. I'm not disappointed at all. It does what it says on the tin. It's pretty nice. Some good can art and cans to keep hold of. Um, like I say, if if the local bottle shop got for some reason a, a stock of them in and they were, you know, fairly reasonable, I might go and try it again. Um, but just because of the accessibility and cost, um. I can't. I, I think there'd be something else that we'd want to try for the first time, rather than go back for this. If that that makes sense. Yeah, seems likely. Yeah, I'll say as well. Obviously, I know this is it's backed by a a real brewery, effectively. Mm -hmm. But um, it's. I think it's probably one of my first sort of like ventures into the sort of novelty beer 
novelty branded beer. Not novelty beer, because you get like all sorts of weird flavours and stuff. Yes. I, don't, I don't mean that. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's probably okay. like, I haven't really, really tried much of that. And I've not had my fingers burnt, at least, by it. You can you can be a bit wary of that sometimes, because sometimes you think, is it just someone putting the name on it? They've been paid for a bit of marketing. Um, and, and But I feel like maybe he has a, had a bit of a say in sort of at least what he maybe likes to drink, and that's what they've sort of brewed. You kind of hope so, or if not, then it's at least good marketing by them. Because I'm then, sure then he makes out as if he is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I don't know if you'd class it as the same, but I did. Um, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Tiny Rebel did um, like um, I think they did it in January, and they did it of like a replica of um, like Slim Fast and the Huel drinks and. What are the other ones? The prime one of them was a prime, prime, wasn't it? Prime yeah. energy drink, which is a really nice looking can. I like the look of that one. And I reviewed a couple of them, I think, for the, the YouTube channel. But would you class them as the bit the, like the novelty sort of... They, yeah. They're leaning on something, aren't they, to sort of get a marketing going? I mean, I guess. And I kind of wanted to... I didn't, wasn't really thinking of that because the other one... The other sort of example, I I know you had that. I didn't have that one, but I know that we both had the vocation uh, naughty and nice when they did yeah. their not celebrations style yeah. cans um, that were all like the stouts, but in the version, like different chocolates and stuff like that. And that's, I guess, something similar. So it is that kind of novelty, but it's, again, that was more like the brewery making the effort rather than, this feels a little bit more like, I wonder if, I don't know. I don't know if Steve Austin's initiated it or if Elsa Gundo just reached out to him and said, fancy chucking your name on this beer. And Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the backstory. I guess that's uh, one yeah. to look into. It's not just a, a a face in order to sell it, I suppose. <clears throat> but I'm, try, I'm trying to think of other examples and I can't really get to much of it. I can think of a few spirits-wise that have had that kind of thing. Gone yeah, on. maybe that's it. Maybe that's more where it comes from, I guess. Yeah, you've also got the, the Ryan Reynolds aviation gin, the Matthew McConaughey. Did he do a whiskey? It's, uh, possibly. I know um, Ryan Reynolds' wife has got those sort of line of drinks out as well now. I can't remember oh, what they she? are. Yeah. Right. I want to say like the like hard uh, soda type things. Ah, uh, right. So... Yeah, so I get, I, yeah, I get what you I get what you mean by that. Um, I, I'm a hundred percent sure that there will be some more of this style sort of beers coming. Breweries kind of knocking on YouTubers' doors, saying, "Fancy putting your name on this for a bit." It's good. Seems idea, seems likely, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. We'll watch this space because I I reckon that's down the line. Um, right. So we said I was going to ask you a question, didn't we? Yes. I will ask you this question. Um, do you ever play with the wife? Steady. Oh, here we go. Steady. Do you ever play the game with the wife of I'm just nipping out for one or I'll be back after a couple game? Um, and then she has to decipher that one means two, a couple means more than two. <laughs> probably the... the- I guess the closest I ever really get to that as is going to be, 
And and you'll know now because uh, as of recording, you you've just started to join me with them as well. But it's uh, we got we'll go and play football on a Monday night occasionally, and um, it, it become a sort of semi regular thing for us to be like, oh well, you know, we'll we'll just nip for one after we've had a had a game, you know, nip for one to to sort of cap the evening off. Yeah, um, and that usually revolves usually one or two kind of. This that kind of thing, and that's usually the, the the text of oh yeah, just going for one before I come home. So so I can't say no. I've never done it because yeah, there you go. That, that is an example, yeah. but it's not one that I do very often. Usually, if I'm I'm going out, she's lucky if I remember coming home. I think so. She's well aware that that's the scenario that's going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I th- I think we know each other well enough now that 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 is the case. Uh, just every now and again. Um, it'll just crop up that I'm just um, nipping out with such and such for one or going for one on the way home from football or something like that. And then yeah. one inevitably is two. Um, well, that first one goes down too quick, doesn't it? So, Well, yeah, yeah. Um, or I'll already be out and maybe I wasn't planning to stay out for very long. And then I'll say... I'm sort of making my way home in the next half an hour. And then you're always, you think, oh, I've got half an hour. I've got time for another. And then it becomes an hour before you get home. And then the conversation is, why didn't you just say you were planning to stay out longer? Because <laughs> yeah, you never are. You never are, but it's I just. I wasn't really planning it. It just kind of happened. Yeah. Not, um, so I guess not necessarily so much um, getting caught out on that one with um, my wife or anything like that. But the most recent time I got caught out with that was um, I'd been out. It was sort of a, a day thing kind of thing. But it was getting to like eight, nine o'clock in the evening. By this point, we've been out most of the day. And I thought, right, I'm, I've had enough now. I just need to I just finish this one and I'll go home. But I thought, it's that kind of time on a Saturday. I'll, I needed a taxi to get home. So I'll book one now on my phone. Oh, excuse me. Bit gassy. Um, I bought one now on the on my phone, and I'll, by the time it arrives, I'll finish my drink. It'll be fine, and it must have turned up in about twenty minutes flat. Right, and I'm sitting there with a good third of the pint left, and it was a full on like, oh, oh no, like they've they've called me on the bluff of like how long I actually said I was going to leave. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to make it now. No, that was it. Did you did you have to neck it or did you leave it? Uh, I left it in the end. I, I there was there's a couple of people who were still there, and it was a case of, yeah, you can finish that if you want. I've, I'm not missing this taxi home because I won't be able to get another one. So was the dilemma, isn't it? You neck something, then jump in a taxi. Five minutes later, you think, oh dear, I shouldn't. Have yeah, done I don't. That. I, I don't want to see it again. Yeah. Yeah, or like, because you you don't want to leave it because you paid for it, and usually when the places we go, they're not very cheap, are they? So you don't want to no, waste. waste no, that it. is true. Yeah. Um, that question came up recently. I, I was thinking about that and uh, I just thought I'd offer it out there, see what your thoughts were. Whether it was something that like, completely sort of transparent with the wife in terms of, no, no, I'm going out at this time and I'll be back at half 12 and I probably won't be able to see you when I get back. <laughs> or is it just like downplay it, downplay it, um, 
and still end up turning up home like that. <laughs> no, there's a lot of it, it's probably a little bit more the former, but it's it, it's sort of never said a lot of the time. Mm. It's a lot of like left. I'm going out at this time. When will you be home? When I'm finished. Probably. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly don't know. Yeah, could go one or two ways. Um, so yeah, and then in case of. You know, if you go out, I'll be oh, I'll go out for one, or I'm going out for a couple. It it does. I don't tend to veer much from that. It, it doesn't then turn into a. It's never really done that. No, no. I mean, yeah. Just for the record, I don't say I'm nipping out for one with Aaron on a Friday after work and don't turn up until Sunday morning. You know, it's not <laughs> like it's not that bad. It's um, it's just that conversation. Right? You get you get chatting and you get a drinking. You know, maybe you've had two when you said you were coming for one, and then you think, oh, I better get going for me tea or whatever. I'll be ready in half an hour. I can fit another one in in half an hour. We'll have one more and then I'll go. You kind of misjudge the sort of walk home that's about ten minutes, five ten minutes, and then um, just yeah. make sure that a little bit later. Uh, yeah, I mean it's happened. Little white lies, aren't they? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose they probably know us well enough by now. But... I think that's more likely as well. Hmm. Um, okay, so we will jump into our story for the episode, and it's your story, so uh, you can lead us on this, because I've heard lots about it, little drunken snippets, um, but I wasn't actually with you on this occasion. No, so this kind of came about um, sort of a little... I guess a little thing that I started doing years, years ago now, to be fair. Um, the little thing I started doing, like on a Tuesday or a Thursday night, occasionally, I, eventually it just turned into sort of most Thursday nights. Um, there's a driving range that's sort of a few miles from here anyway. Um, and me, a couple of friends, um, and then another friend who, who came with us most of the time, and he doesn't drink, which is, kind of crucial to the story but he would he would usually come pick us up we go to the driving range hit a few golf balls for a bit and then again like we were just saying go to the pub afterwards just have one or two not really do much and then and then call it a night and go home um but anyway on this one occasion we'd all kind of felt bad for the guy that doesn't drink because he was always having to drive so then um one of the other lads would end up driving for us. I think we did rotate it round, but most of the times there wasn't the big story about it. So anyway, finished up at the driving range. This other lad's not really happy because he likes to drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm not not not. He's got a problem, but he likes to have a drink. Um, and he was driving this night, so obviously he wasn't bothering. Um, so anyway, we, we, we were going out and what we, we'd kind of turned it into a like new pub night. We were going to try a pub that we wouldn't normally go to because we could drive out. You could get out a little bit further. Um, and if, eventually, <clears throat> my other friend thought it'd be funny to kind of take him for a ride a little bit and just, just give him random data. He was meant to be on Google Maps saying, oh, yeah, just go here. We thought it'd be funny just to kind of take him for a ride a little bit. Oh, go left here, go right there. We went right around the houses, basically. The joke went on for longer than it probably should have. Right. <laughs> Eventually, we end up we basically end up in uh, Congleton, and um, 
we're sort of a little bit short on where to go, but at this point we see this one pub and he's like, right, it's got a little parking bit there. We're going to park up there and we're going in there. Um, and it was it was kind of like, I think at this point it had been suggested that, oh, yeah, we need to find somewhere now. This was going to be here. So it got suggested to him as well. So anyway, we walk in and there's a couple of regulars at the bar and a, I'm going to say a barmaid, um, possible, probably a landlady actually. Um, right, okay. And <laughs> was it? She, wonder where you were going she, that one. Yeah, she, um, she didn't look like the type you'd mess with. Let's put it that way. Right. So we're talking about a locals pub, probably for local people. Seemed like it, yeah. Pool okay. table in the corner. Doesn't look like it's used very often. Yeah. Something on the telly that the couple of regulars are watching. And she's stood there. She's kind of like, right, what do you want? And it's so quite dead. There's not really a lot going on. The beer selection isn't great, so there's not that going for it either. She didn't account for you lot turning up in the pub, did she? Not really. <laughs> um, I mean, she, she was... At this point, she was fine about it. But... Uh, yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So a couple of us get to the bar and then me and it was me and the friend who who'd taken him for a ride on the, the directions who got to the bar. The driver, now quite angry, stood behind me and the other friend who doesn't drink is obviously not rushing to get to the bar or anything. But anyway, we sort of stood there. Yeah, yeah, we'll have one of these. And um friend who's been driving, is he's got this, had this habit as well doesn't really do it so much anymore, but he'd stand there. He'd be looking at his phone. He's got his head down. And all of a sudden, he just says it. He says it to us, but he says it loud enough that everybody in the pub will hear. And I believe the quote was, I can't believe we've driven 5,000 miles to come to the shittest pub in the world. (laughs) And cue me and my friend stood at the bar with the slow, just turn around (laughs) to him like, what have you just said? Are you trying to get us killed? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I, you know what? Nothing really came up. She sort of obviously clocked. She definitely said hear it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, um, we, we just got the drinks, drank them, got out. Eventually, went into Congleton, a little bit further into Congleton, found a really nice place to have a drink. Um, yeah. Enjoyable place after that. But, uh, but yeah, it, it was a dicey sort of moment there of like, why has he just said that? I, I genuinely think, like, to this day, he didn't necessarily mean to say it. He possibly even didn't mean to say it out loud, but he just meant to say it, like, to us, but was just not conscious enough of, A, his volume level, or B, who was around him to hear it. And the whole room. Yeah, basically. So if there wasn't a record scratch when you walked through the door, not being local and not knowing anyone, there was definitely a pause when uh, when that came out. <laughs> All I can say was, like, for anybody who's thinking of, like, um, the start of uh, American Werewolf in London or whatever, where it's that tiny little Yorkshire pub, and it's, like, literally, you know, record scratch. There's a fella throwing a dart who all of a sudden just, like, doesn't look where his dart's gone. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. just looking at the door. It wasn't, it wasn't quite that bad. And it also wasn't nearly as busy as that, fortunately. I so I've got some friends that live in Congleton, and it's not a million miles away from us, is it? So... um Felt like yeah, it to him. Well, yeah, but you had driven him around for yeah, yeah. an hour. Um, but I've never really been out for a drink there. And there is, they, they've got um, 
it's Beartown, isn't it, that they've got there? Um, heard heard really good things. Like they've moved, like they've updated things and upgraded more recently. But even back in the day, I've never really been in. And um, I sort of got chatting recently to so one of the lads that's that's from there, and one of the other lads that lives closer to us and um, goes up there quite often. And so there's never really a place that I'd, I'd kind of thought to come, really. Um, it's not the easiest place to get to taxi-wise or, the, you know, there is, you can get a bus, but you're kind of stuck at night time. So just one of them places. But I'd heard years ago, we're talking like when you're 17, 18, I'd heard a rumour that, like, the locals of Congleton weren't very welcoming to the people that were outside, particularly if you're from Mac or crew because they're the sort of big towns either side of it um and if you're traveling to one or the other you have to travel through it don't you so um yeah. yeah i'd heard it wasn't a sort of welcoming place and obviously i would imagine based on that information that that pub you went in would be <laughs> one of them places you know what i mean so i think you know you might you might have been quite lucky to get out of there with uh, all of your teeth yeah, it's one of them, to be fair. Like, I feel like saying just about that one pub is probably doing the town of Congleton a disservice. Um, in that, you know, after that, we did go on to find another place that was quite nice. You know, it, it was there was a good selection of beer on there, so on and so forth. But um, apparently, but, it is, it is uh, not a bad, not a bad night out, actually. Because it's a really small place, a really small town. Oh, is it a town? Village? Yeah, yeah, town. town. It's a really small town, so you can pretty much walk all of it. It's one of those places with, like, a really small sort of centre, effectively, yeah, and then just yeah. a lot of, like, built-up area around that. That's The centre is effectively like a high street, isn't it? Yeah. And, and that is, like, the hub of all the pubs and clubs and restaurants. It's, like, all in one place. And... Uh, well, like you say, it's one of them for us that if you're going to get there, you've got to go through at least like one, two other places that you could stop off at first. So it's yeah, public transport's not ideal. Yeah. You can get the bus, but like I say, that's going to stop fairly early, especially for where we live as well. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the issue. I mean, I've I've been out there once or twice, and um, seems okay. You know, one time I went to. The cricket club. We went to a comedy night at the cricket club, and that was okay. They were doing an offer on, um, you know, Angelo Peretti Lager. Oh yeah, they must have just got it on pump, so they've been doing it for three pound a pint. Which in you don't get anything for three pound nowadays, these. You know, in comparison to the other stuff, it was it was worth paying that. And um, we went to a oh like. Yeah, I mean, this other place we, we went, you would have loved it. Uh, not because it was amazing. Well, it was amazing, <laughs> but it was like, it's like a proper old man social club. Right, okay. But like, even older and smaller than the social clubs we've got locally. That's It's, uh... eff- it's effectively a living room. Okay, interesting. they've got like two pumps and that's it. You know, maybe, Get what you're maybe, getting then. Maybe three. They've got fridges and stuff, but like they had um what did they have? They had a stout that was that had just run out, so we couldn't have it. They had 
a an ale. Oh, that was the time as I might have sent you a picture and uh, you know, kind of built the place up, saying it was like a dive bar, but like really, we really like them places. Yeah, but I did ask for the ale and they gave it to me, and it tasted like a sour, so I didn't <laughs> drink that. <laughs> and I had to have something else. But the guys who had organised the whole thing, who go there regularly, they play darts there and all that kind of stuff. Um, I got there and I was looking at them and I was looking at what they were drinking after that and I thought, they're all drinking bottles of lager. Nobody's touching the pumps. I wonder where that is. And they come here all the time. I've I've tried one pint and it was... Uh, Not great. A Wainwright sour. Who knew they did then? <laughs> Alarm bells starting to go off then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, then, I, then I saw the the stout and I was like, "Oh, I'll go for that then." Can't get that wrong, really, can you? And they said, "Oh, sorry, we ran out last night." And I was like, "Right, cheers." Um, lager it is. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, they were they were the two times I've experienced it, and you know, it, mixed bag. It, it was well, I say mixed bag in terms of the experience of what was what I was drinking, but. Didn't have a bad night. No. Particularly, no. you know what I mean? So I'll be honest, I didn't. Uh, probably contributing to the fact that I didn't get uh, my teeth knocked out in a Congleton pub. I had a quite a good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, not too long ago a story, I suppose, this week, but uh, short but sweet. Yes, but we, uh, we, we kind of started way back and we're slowly starting to come. More to, and more up, recent up to, now, yeah. Up to present day, aren't we? But I think it's probably better off us sticking like that. Otherwise, we're going to be all over the place, aren't we? And uh, for those people that are listening and thinking, all these lads are ever doing is talking about when they're 18 and they're clearly not 18 anymore. Uh, <laughs> there's more to come. There's more recent things to come. There's more maybe interesting things to come. I don't know. It depends how much we can remember them. And uh, That is the trouble, isn't it? There is... There is uh, more. We've got to get out and do some more practice, haven't we, to f- f- formulate these stories? Research. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. Research. Yeah, that's what I tell the wife anyway. <laughs> Definitely research. And you know, we've got other stag do's coming up that are going to be probably of interest. So you know, keep it, keep your ears open for them. And whether or not it comes into next next uh, series of episodes or not, but we've got some more some more recent events to cover as well. Um, beer news. Beer news is lacking. A bit light on the... It doesn't help that we're kind of getting to the end of the um, beer festival cycle as well. Yeah. I'm not quite sure when we're going to go out, but I think you've got a couple in November up and down the country, and then that, that's kind of it then until late spring next year now. Lots of announcements of um, like Christmas releases or speciality releases from breweries and stuff, isn't there? Like Vault City have done some stuff quite recently that has uh, I didn't I didn't manage to get a hold of any, but looked like really good stuff off from what I'd seen on social media. Yeah, um, it seems to be yes. like either either they get these big limited release things, or they'll be like a a low alcohol release or something, or a, you know, it's, it's like one end or the other at the moment. It's not um, probably due to the 
cost of things, but it's not like it's like you can either have this really big expensive beer or you can buy a number of these like three percenters that we've released. <laughs> yeah, that does seem to be sort of where we're at. Because I think um let me just double check this. This is great podcasting, of course. But uh I'm just gonna check this whilst I'm here. Because local local tours brewery, um Tom's Tap. Yeah. They are what was the one? He's got a new um he's called it a small IPA, which is the point you oh, were just right. saying. Yeah. Like yeah. his IPA that's three point four percent. Okay. And I think the sort of thinking behind it was that, you know, you get one with like sort of tax and duty and everything on, on like alcohol pricing and stuff like that, that this was going to be like the most affordable type on that you could do. Right. And is he doing so, that? Uh, so is yeah, he doing that's... that in Cannes? He does that, doesn't he still? Or is it just on... I believe he might have even been doing it on cask. Which oh, I know yeah. he's not a big cask person generally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's that's one. I think I'm going to sort of bring up in a in a future episode for a tease for people. Oh. Um, but uh, the sort of keg versus cask thing. That was an interesting conversation. Always, we probably have it about five times. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think that's that's where that one's going to sort of live anyway. Um, so it's probably one, I guess for local people really yeah um so i've just bottled my um winter stout my winter irish stout uh so i've got a five liter keg that will be far too much for me to drink on my own hint hint And uh, what that, that could mean that could be another episode. Could be, hey, that's our December episode. That's our Christmas party in my garden, freezing the bollocks off. Uh, <laughs> I'll put chimney around for us. So that's been bottled. Um, something a bit more seasonal, although this episode probably will be out after this, <laughs> which is great. Uh, have you ever heard of Dean of the Dead from social media? No, I haven't. Okay. So, Dean of the Dead is a social media account that has a podcast, YouTube, film production, and music, and horror apparel. He makes award-winning hot sauces and craft beers. I don't know how much involvement he has in the craft beers, but he sells them on his website. And so it is like a horror-themed um social media account and website yeah so obviously all the hot sources have got like a horror theme the beers and stuff so the beers i've I was an impulse buy um and he does an ales from the crypt series okay sounds good yeah you're with me so far aren't you? yeah 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 that's <laughs> it yeah. um and and one of them is a how it's called how will you doing and it's a pumpkin spiced um ale i think Yes, sweet, sweet pumpkin spiced ale. So I jumped in and bought that, and they should be on their way. I don't know when they're coming. Um, I just thought I'd give them a try. I really like the can art as well. I don't 
know if you'll be able to see that on the picture, but I'll send you the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can check out his stuff because I know you you like that kind of stuff as well. Um, yeah, pumpkin beers. I've only ever had one. I reviewed it on YouTube. Um, it was interesting, but didn't sort of bowl me over. But then pumpkin's one of them flavors that isn't actually. You feel like it's going to be a an upfront strong flavor, don't you? But it's actually not really. No matter what you put it in, I made a pumpkin soup once. It didn't taste of anything. So you, re- you really have to sort of pimp it up with something else, don't you? Yeah, there's always that, you know, the the pumpkin spiced coffees or whatever that kind of come out around this time of year. And I'm a little bit like, half the time you take, there's like an overly sort of cinnamon flavor to them a little bit. Yeah, and that must so be I wonder why, if that's the spice it? bit of yeah, it. Yeah, you get um, the spice, you don't get much pumpkin. Um, but I'll have these beers coming, so I can... You know, I'll review them at some point. You'll definitely see them on social media. The, yeah, I've just been having a look as well. And there's the Here's Chalky one as yes. well, which sounds quite interesting. Obviously, all the, all the can designs for the, for, I guess, people who haven't sort of Googled it at home are sort of based on the Tales from the Crypt uh, sort of comic book, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and this one's a chili chocolate porter. Sounds, sounds interesting. Interesting. And then there's also ginger and slice. Yes, that is, I think, the first one they did, the original, but it, it was sold out. Which is a pineapple and Carolina Reaper. Doesn't say what. Well, I had a chili beer once that I got from Christmas for Christmas, and it was like a novelty thing. Mm. And it literally was like the the weakest kind of watered-down ale that tasted of nothing you could get and then like a load of crushed up and drained chilies into it so it had like a real pepperiness like someone had emptied the pepper shaker into it interesting uh, but there wasn't much else to it there was no body there was no flavor it was just like these are two things that don't really go together and me drinking them together proves that point they yeah don't go together <laughs> Um, but it was like a, you know, a novelty stocking filler type thing that I got one Christmas. So I probably had a really crap version of what they could be. Uh, but that, you know, chili and chocolate porter could. It does make me wonder if their kind of thing is like the chili with the beer because of the hot sauce side of it as well. Yeah. Well, when he was advertising that on, um, on Instagram, he said all four pack orders um, will get a bottle of the new pumpkin spiced hot sauce thrown in while stocks last. And I think that's what prompted me to go for it, really, because I don't really buy hot sauce anymore because I can't really tolerate it very well. But if it comes free with something, I will try it. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, it's uh, it's free then. Isn't it? You can't be blamed. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. For, caused myself pain for some of it, but it was free. So, yeah. Um. Yes, that was a bit of... What else did I say? I had something else, didn't I? So, uh, one more. Tay Bruco, based in Middlewich. Okay. Looks like he's got like a really... A good, but a small setup. Um, You know, when you use the term microbrewery, that's changed a lot over the last five, ten years, hasn't it? Very much so, yeah. It looks like he's very much still a microbrewery. 
and uh, I've been speaking I, to him a little bit. Are they, are they called nano breweries now, if you like, smaller yes, than a microbrewery? That, that probably makes more sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I spoke to him a couple of times over Instagram, um, and he had just put up yesterday that he got a collaboration with four priests who I think have also kind of based in Middlewich or between Middlewich and somewhere else. And um, they have made a middle witch spiced Halloween stout, oatmeal stout. And that is 5% for priests and Tay Bruco. And they've got it on at hops. And uh, that was sort of prompted me to put my comment on his, uh, on his picture and say, I really need to go to hops more often, especially if you've got your stuff in there, local, you know, supporting local and all that. Um, so he is trying to get more of his stuff in at hops um, on the pumps. I think he does have two pubs in Middlewich. I think it's the King's Lock and somewhere else. I'm not sure what the other place is. Um, so if you're ever, you know, if you're listening locally and you're ever around Middlewich and you fancy some, you know, Nice little pint by the canal. Get yourself down and uh, keep your eye out for Tay Bruco. But I am um, hoping to try and call in there at some point and uh, see if I can sample that stout. Yeah. I have to go on a field report then. Well, it's kind of teeing us up nicely, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Right. So is that the episode done? I think that about wraps us up. Perfect. So that was another episode of Tales from the Social Club. We will see you on the next one. And uh, cheers. Cheers. What? What? <laughs>